Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet. For so the in the book, The Magic, Rhonda Byrne wrote this. She said, you are human. You will make mistakes. And it's one of the most beautiful things about being human. But you must learn from your mistakes. Otherwise, your life will have a lot of unnecessary pain. How do you learn from a mistake? Gratitude. No matter how bad something may seem, there are always, always many things to be grateful for. When you look for as many things as you can be grateful for in a mistake, you magically transform the mistake from blessings, magically transform the mistake into blessings. Mistakes attract more mistakes. Blessings attract more blessings. Which would you prefer? Oh my God. So how much easier can this get, right? When, when you look for as many things as you can be grateful for in a mistake, you magically transform the mistake into blessings. Mistakes attract more mistakes, and blessings attract more blessings. So case in point, last week we went to the gym, and when we got there, the parking lot was just packed. It was one of those days where we both wound up parking in the overflow parking lot that's used by the other businesses in the complex. And when we left the gym, Dan got in his car to go run his errands, and I was left trying to remember where I had parked the car, and my car in the overflow lot. You know, I even did the bit where you hold your key fob in the air and try to blow the horn and get a response. Well, I didn't get one. Ever lost your car in a parking lot? Of course you have. We all have. And it can lead to feelings, vibrations of frustration, annoyance with oneself. All low-level energy, all conducive, not conducive, to attracting more blessings. It can even lead to thoughts of, you know, guess it's time to up the dosage on the St. John's wort, or if you or a few other negative thoughts one might be inclined to use to beat themselves up. However, just about my energy, just about as soon as my energy was about to go against the flow of the universe, I recalled this line from the magic. Mistakes attract more mistakes, and blessings attract more blessings. So I asked myself the question, What is the blessing of losing my car in the parking lot for the number of times? And I swear to you, the divine wisdom came to me like Moses receiving the Ten Commandments through a flash of light and a deep voice that said, well, you got to get your steps in somehow. I hadn't lost the car. I was getting my steps in. 
My soul self was simply honoring one of my higher intentions. What a wonderful blessing. And immediately my vibration ascended to a more positive frequency. Mistakes attract more mistakes and blessings attract more blessings. What constitutes a mistake and what constitutes a blessing is nothing other than a split-second choice. A split-second choice of perception an individual consciousness chooses in the moment. And here's the kicker. You can train your consciousness to see the blessing within every circumstance of your experience, regardless of whether others view it as a mistake or not. This type of training, conditioning of your energy, really might look and sound like, might look and sound like, you know, I've never had a bad first date. I awaken opportunities to discover with whom I may best share my divinity. And they ain't it, and that's a blessing. (laughs) My checking account balance is not low. There's never, ever too much month and too little money. I am so grateful. My checking account balance may only go up from here, (laughs) affording me the good pleasure of interacting with other divine spiritual beings so that they know when they will receive the expression of my positive energy in spendable form. And that's a blessing. I didn't receive a bad physical diagnosis from my doctor. What I received was the profound awareness that my spiritual prognosis of being the activity of the omnipotent energy of source always unfolds in right and perfect order and timing. And that's a blessing. I didn't total the car. I created an avenue for a new Lexus. (laughs) I didn't get a speeding ticket. I created the opportunity to discover new radar-free roadways to the office. Take a look at who's laughing the most at that last one. I didn't burn the dinner. I created a delicious meal in a five-star restaurant. Blessings, each and every one of them. And considered blessings because of an up level of the perception of the circumstances of the moment. Marianne Williamson had something to say along these lines. She said, old Newtonian physics claimed that things have an objective reality separate from our perception of them. Quantum physics, and particularly Heisenberg's uncertainty principle, reveal that as our perception of an object changes, the object itself literally changes. As our perception of an object changes, as our focused energy shifts, the object itself literally changes. As our perception of a circumstance or experience changes, shifts, the circumstance or experience itself literally changes. As our up-leveled focused energy surrounding an event, any event transforms. The event itself literally transforms. Mistakes attract more mistakes. And blessings 
attract more blessings. Our intention this morning is to provide you with the spiritual tools to attract more blessings so you are conditioned from the soul level out to magically transform mistakes into blessings, which is the title of our lesson this morning, Magically Transform Mistakes into Blessings. So we want to give you this, a good example of this shift in, of the experience, what's going on, how do we up-level that. And it's a great story, it's about this fella, and he was scheduled to be the keynote speaker at, for a very important business dinner. And as the meal was set down in front of them, he all of a sudden had the horrible realization that he had forgotten his false teeth. Oh my. So in a panic, he, he muttered to the man next to him, I can't believe it, I, I have forgotten my teeth. And the fellow sitting there said, you know, that's not a problem. I've got an extra pair you can use. <laughs> And so he pulls out a few sets of false teeth. And he presents them to the frantic speaker. Well, the first pair was too tight. The second pair was too loose. And wouldn't you know it, the third pair fit like a dream. So the speaker's very relieved. He enjoyed his meal. And he delivered an excellent speech. And at the end of the evening, the speaker thanked the man who had saved him from Total embarrassment saying, you know, you did me a great favor. I just can't thank you enough. I have been looking for a good dentist and I would like to show my gratitude to you by giving you my, my business. Where are you located? And the very help, helpful man replied, oh, I'm not a dentist. I'm an undertaker. No. <laughs> <laughs> And the moral is, in all things, give thanks. In all things, give thanks. Even when those times when you're thinking, I know it's short notice, but really, universe? This is the demonstration? Yes, in all things, give thanks. Our affirmation card this week is from Rhonda Byrne, who said, every single mistake is a blessing in disguise. We might not physically see the blessing right away. However, keep in mind, that's what a disguise does, doesn't it? It hides the reality. It hides the truth. It doesn't allow us to see the core energy that is present. It requires us to focus our attention on discovering. Uncovering the truth just beyond the disguise. How do we focus our attention from the mistake, the disguise, to the blessing, the truth? Well, we do so with questions. We have to ask the questions. What, what is the blessing within this current moment? What divine good may evolve out of this scenario? What will be the highest and best demonstration of the frequency of my consciousness as I choose to focus on being? on being, the activity and operational truth of source, evolving as me in the now, a truth that affirms it's all God, it's all energy, 
So I know, like I know, like I know, it's got to all be good. It's got to all be good. Every single mistake, less than positive outcome, bad hair day, is a blessing in disguise as all of it allows the individual the opportunity to practice being the energetic activity of source evolving into a grander, more positive, more powerful, more at ease consciousness of expression. In order for this opportunity to go from energetic spiritual possibility to the manifested energy of reality, the individual has to up-level how he or she perceives the moment, either a blessing or a curse, a stepping stone towards our higher intentions being manifested through the vibrational frequency of our soul self. Recall what Rhonda said. When you look for as many things as you can to be grateful for in a mistake, you magically transform the mistake into blessings. Mistakes attract more mistakes. Blessings attract more blessings. What I get from this, and we'll chat about this a little bit later on, and what we want you to get from this is, you know when the mistake is really a bad mistake? You beat yourself up continuously over it. Sometimes people are still beating themselves up from mistakes that happened decades ago. Not last week, but decades ago. Understand something. That's not because you're not using the energy of source correct, incorrectly. That's not because the universe doesn't support you. It's not because somewhere at your core, we, you're just a bad person. You're not paying for something you did three decades ago. It's because you are so powerful that you have so many mistakes. <laughs> the bigger the mistake, the bigger the power. You understand? So now what we want to do, if, if that's coming into our experience, and it's coming into our experience a lot, where we seem to be making the same mistake over and over again, what we want to say is, well, wait a second, this is being drawn into me not because I did something physically wrong, but maybe because I need to change that first cause vibration of my being. Maybe I need to recondition the energy that I express in this moment and recondition it to where I'm not seeing the mistake. I'm seeing the blessing. What is the blessing in the moment? So all this month, we're, we're working with this book called The Magic, it's all about gratitude from Rhonda Byrne. And the book has various exercises in it. Um, we almost sold out of them last week, and so we've gone ahead and replenished for those that didn't pick up a copy last week. And I like this book because within each chapter, the chapters are very small, so it's a short read. Right? For each chapter, it's a short read. And there are exercises to do at the end of each chapter. Very simple stuff. And we'll talk about the exercises in a moment. But one of the, the points from the book that we're going to work with for the whole series, and I'll remind you of it, is Rhonda quotes the Holy, the, the Holy Scriptures 
the master teacher from Matthew, who said, For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Now, Rhonda does a, a very unique thing in this book. She, she supposes, as she compares this direction from the master teacher to other theologies, same, same wording almost is being used, but in other theologies, they insert the word gratitude. They insert the word gratitude. And so here's how that same quote sounds with the word gratitude. For whosoever hath gratitude, to her shall be given, and she shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not gratitude, for her shall be taken away, even that she hath. Changes the direction of that quote. And that's why we're going to work with it all month. Because in changing that direction for the quote, we know that's the starting point to begin changing the direction, the flow of our energy. And let's be clear, we're not suggesting that anybody be grateful for those less than positive occurrences that occur within the journey. We're all going to have a flat tire occasionally. We're all going to have skin our knees, stump our toe, whatever, occasionally. We're not suggesting that we're grateful for the for the negative We're suggesting that you begin a process to recondition the energy through which you view those circumstances. You begin a process to begin up-leveling the perception, thereby up-leveling the potential of the outcome. Now, we call this process, in metaphysics, many people have heard this before. Esther Hicks calls it pivoting. Right, where you pivot into a higher thought, pivot into a higher thought, pivot into a higher thought, until your emotions change and your frequency changes. However, in quantum physics, it's called Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. As our perception of an event changes, the event literally changes itself. You are human. Give yourself a break you're going to make mistakes. You are here, never. Not, it's not that you're here to never make a mistake. You are here to learn from those mistakes and move on. You follow that? You're here to learn from those mistakes and move on. Rhonda said this in the matrix. She said, we have the freedom to make our own choices. And that means we have the freedom to make mistakes. Mistakes can hurt, but if we don't learn from the mistake, mistake we've made, the pain we've suffered from it has been for nothing. In fact, by the law of attraction, we will make the same mistake over and over again until the consequences hurt us so much that we finally learn from it. It's the very reason why mistakes hurt. So we don't learn from them, so that we do learn from them and don't make them repeatedly. So, what I like to point out here is learning from the mistakes means we have transformed the energy. We have transformed the perception of why the mistake occurred in our experience to begin with. Right? 
the mistake didn't happen because, well, I did something wrong or because there's something I don't know. The mistake occurred because I'm an evolving spiritual being. I'm an evolving spiritual being, learning what I need to learn in order to have a fulfilling, joyful, and grace-filled journey. Isn't that better than, you know, I just seem to keep going out with the same old losers time and time again. James Ray, the fellow from The Secret, said, everything is energy. Our bodies are energy existing within energy. Energy is always in a constant state of transformation and evolution. Our thoughts and our feelings determine the transformational and evolutional process of our energy. This is the importance of Heisenberg's uncertainty principle or of pivoting because it's all energy. And the moment someone gets trapped in that mindset of constantly berating themselves over the simple things of making a mistake from time to time, whether it's losing the car in the parking lot or stumping your big toe, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The only person beating someone, beating, that's beating that person up is that person. Is that person. The universe is going, have you learned anything yet? And, you know, sometimes, you know what the correct answer is to that? No. I haven't learned anything yet. But I know something within me is capable of learning. What that is, I don't know. But I'm open and receptive to the lesson the universe chooses to provide. Then you get your flash of light. Then you get your your deep voice. Maybe it's a fairy voice. I don't know. For some of us, it may be. But you get to decide how you view that mistake. But view it from the perception that it's a learning opportunity. And understand something. There are going to be those when you start saying, you know what, I have to find the blessing within this mistake. They're going to call you Pollyanna. Oh, you're always trying to look on the bright side of things. Maybe. I'd rather look on the bright side than the dark side. Albert Einstein said, Great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. Okay? And what we're comfortable in saying to you is that the mediocre mind... That person that that wants to retain, restrict that energy that you are, it's about misery-loving company. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to occasionally feel bad. You know, just don't set up a tent and, and live there. So there's this fella, remote village somewhere, I don't know, and this one villager is just exhausted, just exhausted, We've all been here at some point, exhausted from all of his burdens in life. And he decided he would seek out the village's wise man to to get some wisdom. And so he sat in front of the wise man who gave him a very heartfelt and warm smile. And the villager breathed out heavily, 
letting out this wave of sadness and frustration. And he began complaining about his life, about how the burdens were just so many that he just couldn't see the light of day at all. He said it's like one problem falls on his head and then another one before it even gets resolved. And they've all twisted him between grindstones so much that he's just finding it hard to breathe. And a little bit later on, he began blaming all of his relatives who, in his opinions, were guilty for his misfortunes, whether the circumstances didn't turn out right for him or something else. And the wise man listened to him in silence, and the villager inquired of the wise man, why is life so hard and unfair? What should I do to find peace of mind and rid myself of all these burdens? Well, the wise man got up from his seat and invited the villager to follow him. And they went out of the hut and walked to a lake that was close to the village. And you could see fish coming up to the surface, you know, like fish do, to get a little bit of air. And from time to time, this lake had the flying fishes, you know, that jump out of the water and sail a little bit, soaring above the surface to catch bugs or whatever. And the wise man pointed to the lake and said, Do you see the smoothness of the lake? The depths are full with life. There are fishes that always stay in the water. And if suddenly the lake got polluted, they couldn't see further than their own nose. They would hardly recognize where the surface was because of the pollution. And they would keep swimming in circles. And there are also fish that have wings. So they can rise above the water of the lake, looking at it from the heights of their flight and chart a new path. So my advice, instead of complaining about your life, come to this lakeside from time to time. Watch the flying fishes until you have convinced yourself to become like them. In the magic, Rhonda wrote this. She said, the problem with blaming other people for our mistake is that we still suffer the pain and consequences of our mistakes, but we didn't learn from it. And so, bingo, we'll attract making the same mistake again. Such it was with our villager. He kept attracting more mistakes because he never looked for the blessing in disguise. He only looked for the blame. He never focused on the higher opportunity. So he was mirrored down in the disguise of the mistake rather than the truth of the blessing. And I get it. Sometimes, and we see this a lot in our experience, you know, other people do this. You know who they are. And we see them. They blame someone else. They blame someone else for what's going on in their experience. But they do that because blame doesn't allow for the opportunity for them to have to set an intention to grow. Or they blame someone else because blame doesn't allow them to learn from their mistakes. And they sit and they watch and they see how long it takes for someone else to grow and learn from their mistakes. What's the old saying? You know, you can't take poison and expect it to kill the other person. You can't, you can't place blame and expect the other person to grow. 
We want to move into an awareness that it's our energy that we're working with. And if someone is, that it receives our blame, then guess what? We're saying that they have more power in our experience than we do. Oh. But you know what my sister did to me? Got it. I like to quote Raymond Charles Parker at times like these. He would say, there are no victims in life, only volunteers. Sarah Bond Brethnick said this. She said, both abundance and lack exist simultaneously in our lives as parallel realities. It is always our conscious choice which secret garden we will tend. When we choose not to focus on what is missing from our lives, but are grateful for the abundance that's present, love, health, family, friends, work, the joys of nature and personal pursuits that bring us pleasure. The wasteland of illusion falls away and we experience heaven on earth. Isn't that awesome? So both positive and negative perception exist simultaneously in our lives. But we have a choice as to which perception we're going to move into, which perception we're going to allow ourselves to uphold, to move forward, and begin to realize that as we do that, if we've been attracting a multitude of mistakes over and over again, it's not because the universe doesn't support us. It's not because somewhere in our past we did something wrong. It's because we simply haven't reconditioned the energy, our energy. Holmes writes in the Science of Mind textbook, the universe holds nothing against us because it can know nothing unlike itself. Therefore, it only knows us as perfection. There has never been an occurrence for which we have to suffer. Consequently, every apparent shortcoming which could be traced to some mental or spiritual infringement of the law is not only removed, but the effect is healed. The effect is healed. We want to move you from a consciousness that occasionally has the mistakes that seem to, to mirror us down into a consciousness that's exciting about the opportunity to learn, into a consciousness that's, that's excited to know that, wait a second, this is a disguise. I need to focus on the truth behind the disguise. And in focusing on the truth behind the disguise, we're up-leveling that energy. We're up-leveling that energy. Rhonda gives a great exercise for this. And she says, think about a mistake that you've made in your life. It doesn't matter whether it was a big or small mistake. But choose one that still hurts when you think about it. And then once you've chosen that mistake to magically transform into blessings, look for the things to be grateful for. Ask the questions. She says, to help you, there are two questions you can ask yourself. What did, I learn? what did I learn from the mistake? What are the good things that can come out of the mistake? What did I learn? What's the good? What did I learn? What's the good? Because when we're looking at mistakes, that's not always happening. We're focusing more on the physical realm as opposed to the spiritual possibility, as opposed to the spiritual evolution. 
So when we focus on the spiritual evolution, we're immediately raising that frequency. That frequency that we are that attracts more good into our experience. Look, wherever you go, because the holidays are coming, there's always going to be that opportunity to move into the perception that we did something wrong. And a lot of times there'll be people there to remind us that they perceived we did something wrong. Understand, if that perception exists, it doesn't make it so. It's just a perception. It's just a thought. Change the thought. Change the perception. Transform the existence. Zig Ziglar Ziglar said, the more you recognize and express gratitude for the things you have, the more things you will have to express gratitude for. This ties into expressing gratitude for the mistakes that, that occur within our journey. Because let me tell you something. There was a time in my journey where that is all that I saw. I kid you not. Early 20s. Just mistake. Big old mess. Well, this happened because of that. This happened. And I, oh, I would blame other people for it too. Wasn't, was never my fault. Right? But then somewhere something clicked and I realized it just wasn't getting better. And if it wasn't getting better, and that meant something within me wasn't getting better. And if I wanted to magically transform the external, that means I had to forcefully, masterfully transform the internal. And that required a lot of work. That required me to stop beating myself up. That required for me to stop accepting as gospel those people, individuals in my life that loved to tell me You screwed this up. This is your fault. No. It wasn't about whether or not I made a big mistake. It was about whether or not I was practicing my big power in a manner that I wanted to live with, in a manner that I wanted to accept. And when I got that, when I got, wow, if I created this, I can create something better, then, life began to transform. And so I never, ever expressed gratitude for what wasn't going right. I expressed gratitude for the knowing and the ability to always transform that which no longer serves me. And that's where you are. Something in your life you want to transform? Transform it. Because you have that ability to look at that discordant fact and head on and say, Thank you for this lesson. I appreciate this lesson. I validate this lesson. This lesson was mine to use. I got it. And I am grateful to now move beyond it. You do that. Everything will be a blessing. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. The Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.